0: Hi, this is Garrett Wong, St. Harry Kim from Star Trek Voyager, and you're listening to TrekMate.
1: Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the TrekMate podcast. Its continuing mission, to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go
0: where no podcast has gone. So. prepare to attack, all-hands battle station. Don't worry, we will get to the bottom of this. All I ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses, I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log,
2: stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. Hello everybody and welcome back to Trek, mate. My name's Jude Hawkins.
1: And my name's Wayne Emery. Yes, I know. Well, for you guys it might only be a week because I still haven't put out the previous podcast yet. So, uh, number one, do apologise for last week's show coming out very late. Uh, And we do also apologise for the extended absence uh, between that show where we discussed Picard and the previous one, because it has been quite some time. Uh, Just loads of things came up. I know, uh, first of all, we had a bit of a break because I think you was away for a little while, Jude. Yeah, and
2: I think we've both had different injuries and stuff. I don't think I ever mentioned tearing my uh, calf muscle on Trek, mate
1: no you didn't no you've yeah. never mentioned it
2: so i tore my calf muscle which fucking hurts if anyone's ever had it it's like being smashed mm-hmm. in the back of the leg with a baseball bat and i did it i think five days before i was supposed to go on holiday to france and was advised by doctors you can't go away and uh, we had like theme park visits set up and i was just like i'm not missing this with cisco so uh I went ahead and did it and got wheeled around in a wheelchair (laughs) around the theme park and had the best time we could, really.
1: Yeah. Um, And I'm
2: still recovering from it now. Like a a month later, I just can't really run on it, but uh, much, much better now
1: anyway with that. Well, I am glad that you're uh, feeling a lot better with it. because, Yeah. No, that must really, really bloody hurt. Yeah, just totally random. Like uh, it, it's just so comical. Like I did it.
2: How did you do it? I was just playing basketball with Cisco, who's seven, and my mm-hmm. dad, who's seventy. They took you down,
1: didn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just
2: just running around, you know. Like we'd only been playing for like half an hour, and just I, I couldn't believe it. I was just like, this is so silly, man. Uh, yeah, it's but the it's sort so sort like I've heard about in wrestling, and you know all that sort of stuff but like for goodness sake playing basketball with a seven-year-old we're at that age go. mate we're falling apart i suppose apart. we are yeah and now i'm so scared yeah. of it happening again
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so so now you will no longer be playing basketball now i have i have it's played like basketball since, but just exclusively walking while doing it pass me the ball don't make me go for it
2: (laughs) yeah basically but i'll I'll get back eventually to using the leg more i'm you know trying uh bit by bit to to get back to normality with it
1: no no well i'm glad that you are getting there and as jude said yeah i was out with Uh, sickness as well because uh, i was like i was just creased up in absolute pain uh like in my like higher stomach lower chest area and got admitted to hospital and it turned out my gallbladder was filled with gallstones that's uh, so they ended up having my gallbladder removed within about... Uh, well, I was admitted on a Saturday night, and then I had it out on the Friday. Mm-hmm. So I won't go through all of the details of everything that happened just because no one wants to listen to that for too Well, long, again, but... I'm, I'm
2: glad you're better too, mate. It, it sounded horrible.
1: Oh, yeah. No, it was... And I've never actually discussed like gallstones with anyone before so i'd never experienced it and mm. it was only when like where the pain was it was right central underneath like your sternum that mm-hmm. i was getting it and it just would not go away whatsoever it just wouldn't ease it was like a gripping pain yeah and after having because it had come on the thursday night and it had eased off by the friday morning and then it came again on the friday night and eased off by the saturday morning and then it came in back about one o'clock on the saturday and just would not go and it's only then after like so long i phoned 111 and there's like okay and no, we can't rule out it not being your heart mm-hmm. so go to A E. and because i went to a and said like 111 said to come because they can't rule it not uh, out not being a heart attack and luckily that's one of them trigger words that they just rush you straight through oh i know I yeah a a.
2: been there yeah a couple of times thankfully that wasn't the case for me either
1: yeah no so but luckily it just meant that i skipped a lot of the queue that was there luckily yeah. and i like, had ecg in there like no it's not your heart and then got admitted that night Uh, with suspected gallstones and then after tests and everything. And they said it wasn't just a few gallstones. Literally, my gallbladder was filled with stones. Fucking hell. Why why do our bodies do this stuff to us, honestly? Well, supposedly 90% of people have gallstones, Mm -hmm. uh, but only about 20% of those people will ever develop an issue at some point in their life with it, needing them removed or the gallbladder removed. So, yeah. It, it, so when I hear about it like that, it's like oh, okay, well that's fair enough. But yeah, no, we're we're obviously just at that age where we're falling, falling, apart now.
2: falling apart, definitely.
1: Yeah. So uh. and then yeah, tr- uh, and that was a few weeks back now. Should have got back sooner, but I've just been feeling a bit down, a bit uh, lethargic uh, with stuff. So I do apologise for not getting back sooner. Uh, to all of you and uh, me and you, we always say this but we will try and be more consistent uh, yeah, for a little yeah, while I think forward.
2: listeners long time listeners know that like we also do this when it feels right like you just said you know you've not been feeling yourself and there's no, no point forcing it you know it's not like we do this for a, a job or something you know it's fun mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think people
1: know that you know they're happy yeah. with that I presume yes no exactly exactly and uh, one thing i will share that i uh, i know it's not ghostbusters uh, not uh, star trek related (laughs) but i did do something fun that
2: excellent uh, ghostbusters news
1: yeah i did do something very fun uh last week uh, ghostbusters related but on the build-up to that i have to say for that to take place i met up with matt a few weeks back and hmm. uh, uh picked up his uh old proton pack that he uh, had built himself a long time ago i think so you can see it now in your uh, in it's your studio down there yes yeah it's, yeah, it's just, cool very yeah. cool so uh i built uh, i bought that uh off of him and the um it's got the spengler neutrino wand uh, on it as well. And I absolutely love it. And we've done that when we went up to Warwick. And funnily enough, it was a very Warwick filled day. I met Matt yeah. Warwick at, in his castle uh, at the uh, Warwick McDonald's after going to Warwick Castle. So yeah. it was a very Warwick filled day. I just presumed
2: uh, he lived in the castle.
1: He does. He does. Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded
2: by sharks in his moat.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no his castle is literally just filled with bo- board games <laughs> yeah yeah, but, yeah probably would be that's what his uh, towers are made of yeah just excess board games. <laughs> yeah but yeah no so he um so bought that off him and my birthday was recent so i'd finished with my birthday money i'd finished off my uh, ghostbusters uniform that i was making and then last week wore it for the first time when dan Aykroyd was having a signing down in london so yeah it's brilliant. He, he was having an event where over two days he was uh meeting fans uh, by doing a signing of his crystal head vodka uh bottles at two off licenses one was um uh, I think it's Jerry's or something on the Saturday. That was the, somewhere in London. And then, oh, why is my... Why Harvey is my Nichols friend? was the other Harvey one. Harvey Nichols, that was the other one. And I went to Harvey Nichols on the Friday. And it was really, really cool. It was really fun because they had set it up so nicely. Like, it was on the fifth floor. I'd never been there before. Basically, it's a posh person's John Lewis. and John Lewis Which is already even, posh. Exactly. It's yeah. much, even more posher than John Lewis. So um, it was on the fifth floor, and up there you went into the uh, off-license section, you bought the bottle, and then you got into the queue. And when you got then ushered into like a private room where they were doing the signing, it was quite a big private room. You First of all, I was put at ease so much because it was taking the ages for the queue to go down but then when i got in there it was because people were having at least 2 to 3 minutes with Dan that's himself brilliant.
2: that's so, what you want isn't it? Yeah, it,
1: you know yeah you was not getting rushed through whatsoever and like so with every bottle that you purchase and the cheapest bottle was 60 pound which wow. is the one that i bought i did I bet want it was. i did want the clear uh, skull however they had sold out on that because by the time i got there it started at five and i got there about five thirty. so it wasn't
2: it wasn't due to size the price difference it's due
1: to the the look of N- it no 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 there is well there's a couple of variations but um mainly it's down to the uh, but there's, I think there's a couple of different flavors. Or Have whatever. you got it to
2: hand? I don't want you to I run do, off for I it or do. anything, but do. just curious. Sorry, I know like <sighs> listeners can't. Oh right, there you go. So it's all colourful.
1: It's uh, like yeah, this is the LGBTQ uh, Pride uh, yeah. skull that they uh, limited edition. Uh, it just Pride, looks like someone's thrown. As much paint as possible at it, like just flicked every color of paint you could think of. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I did want the clear crystal skull, but they had sold out of them. But I'm perfectly happy to have. Oh God, yeah, a pride one, and it, it, it does good. look very, very cool. It does, and um, they it, the bottles. The, I tell you what, this one guy had bought a three hundred quid bottle, and it was wow. fucking ginormous right absolutely ginormous but, like a human
2: goals yeah, no, size i guess
1: but i would say nearly gorilla size it was fucking oh gin- wow <laughs> it's huge yeah no it was absolutely huge and <laughs> um but with that purchase he would sign your bottle of vodka as well as two other items as well In retrospect, I'm kind of pissed off with myself because I was in the studio thinking, what the fuck should I get him to sign? And I was like, well, I'm taking my pack. I'll get the wand and the back of the pack to get signed, which Mm. I am happy with. But I was in here being as thick as fuck because I was looking like, do I want him to sign this annual? Do I want him to sign this? And then I totally forgotten i had a fucking x01 license plate on the wall until you got home until i get home i was like oh i should have took that but never mind yeah and but then after that also they had a member of staff that they said a sign saying no selfies a member of staff will be there to take photos for you so have your camera ready and literally there was a member of staff there that just straight away was it took, took your phone, and the moment that you walked up to him, she just kept on tapping and took loads of fucking photos. absolutely
2: so, perfect, isn't it? You couldn't ask for any better than that, really.
1: No. And then, it, and so you got every moment I had time to like have a few words with him, and uh, like, he like signed my wand and the pack. And uh, I'm really happy with how the picture came out. Uh, like of me shaking hands with him it's really great and yeah I i've just seen it briefly
2: him, it looks awesome i'd be yeah. so happy with that as well i said to you like that's need to get that
1: framed ASAP. It's A S. it's a framer that's for sure yeah yeah 100%. it definitely is and yeah no just said to him like thank you so much like your workers uh really uh like thank you it, i my exact words were I just want to say thank you so much uh, for all the work that you've done because your work has uh, brought me so much joy throughout yeah. my life. And he's like, "Oh, you're welcome. That's that's why we do it. We do mm-hmm. it uh, to entertain people." So yeah, no, that's it was uh, really nice, and he was a really friendly guy. Didn't he disappoint. Like a nice all. guy? Yeah, and well, then, I'm really um, happy for you. And then after that, they ushered you through to their private bar and gave you a free cocktail as well. All oh, right, yeah, With so the vodka
2: got, in it, presumably.
1: Yeah, with the vodka in it. And mm. I should have nicked the glass. I should have nicked the glass because it came in like a little uh, skull glass. Oh, yeah. You as definitely well. should have done I've, Never mind. I'm so fucking thick. Honestly. <laughs> I I fucked up on two things that day, but yeah, no, so I I should have nicked the glass, but yeah, no, so honestly, I was so happy, and when I saw pictures of what had happened on the Saturday, it kind of made me glad in one way that I didn't go on a Saturday, because Saturday seemed like it was so many people there, I think, because it's everyone's day off. Yeah, exactly. Everyone can go on the Saturday. And so there were so many people there. There was three Exomobile replicas there. Yeah. Which very is cool. ultra cool. And but the thing is, the atmosphere seemed amazing and I would love the atmosphere. But because he was having to work through that entire crowd, mm. everyone's interaction with Dan was very much a much more rushed process yeah. than Everyone said he was as lovely as you would imagine, and he was great, but I'm just glad that I went on the Friday and got that slower experience. Yeah. Yeah, I would be in your position as well. One other piece of Ghostbusters news that uh, I also uh, found, which hmm. where I uh, I live in Kings Langley Hertfordshire and I work in the Hertfordshire area like taking people to and from day centres and stuff and I drive out in Tring uh, uh, for a good portion of uh, days which isn't too far from like Hemel Hempstead just a little bit further north and ages ago I had, you know, the little filming location signs that you see whenever they're filming, night, like, they've got either like the pink or the orange arrows with like mm-hmm. a few letters on. Yeah. That tell you, uh, like, it's for the production crew so they know where they're going mm-hmm. and stuff. And when I was entering a few, uh, like, this is probably a month and a half to two months ago, there was, I saw one pointing towards this manor house and it had, um, Uh, on it, all it had was FH. And I've gone, that's fucking Ghostbusters. Because the um, code name for the new film is Firehouse. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Yeah, the code name for the film is Firehouse. And I was like, that is fucking Ghostbusters. I know it. And left it at that. They were there for like a, a couple of days, and then they were gone. And then on... Friday as it there was nothing in the morning when I uh, had picked up my client and then when I was coming back I saw the fucking locations again and but Mm. it was pointing to a different part of Tring. And I just said to my colleague, I said, I've got to go and see what it is because I was like, I saw where the arrow was pointing, I was like, I bet that is the Tring National History Museum that they're filming at. Yeah. And I was like, this will only take two minutes out of our day. So I was like, let's go and have a look. And (laughs) I was like, we're not going to hang about. I'm not going to try and speak to anyone, but I just need to put my mind at rest. Yeah. So, and went down the road, which is literally only two roads away from where we were. And yet the arrows were leading and pointing to the Tring National History Museum. I, (laughs) I pulled up next to one of the security guards and I just went to him. They're filming Ghostbusters. And he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, That's it's like, excellent. I was like, I fucking knew it, and uh, I just said, "Oh, are they here long?" He's like, "I oh, know. Literally, they've uh, only been doing like a day, probably day and a half here. So I don't expect anything big to be, be going down there. But anyone who's not familiar with the Tring National History Museum, it's basically a um, it is filled from uh, floor to ceiling over like three or four uh stories of animal skeletons and taxidermy mm-hmm. animals from like like the ice age all the way through. So loads of extinct animals in there. Yeah. Include I I don't think they've got any dinosaurs in there. But uh and the and also animals that are here now. But mm-hmm. like I said that I bet uh, what that's going to be is just like a scene in the next Ghostbusters film where the whole city's going crazy, and then some like uh, ghost, dead animals like like come into life and stuff. Yeah, you could be right. I
2: was just thinking it was just some professor. You know, we just need to ring this guy, like this professor.
1: You might be right. Yeah, Yeah. you might be right. There's only going to be one way to find out, and that's when the movie comes out. That's very cool, though. Very cool, yeah. so uh, that's uh, that got me very happy that I was just number one, I was like I had confirmed that I was right that it, the f h did stand for Ghostbusters, and yeah uh, that was good deduction, well done, yeah, and then that uh, I'm gonna like in the next ghostbusters see somewhere that I've been to a few times in my life ever since I was a little kid, like so it's like, yeah, that's yeah. very
2: cool. And you were sort of there as that filming was happening. Sort of.
1: Outside the door at yeah, some point. <laughs> you can watch it say, say, like, yeah,
2: I was outside asking questions. Mm. I've got a oh, tiny Ghostbusters story, which is nowhere near as good as that. Well, go on then. And surprise, surprise, it involves wrestling. Um, that doesn't
1: sound like us.
2: Uh, it only a few months ago, uh, they had another WrestleMania, you know, the mm-hmm. WWE's annual event. And whenever they have that, another company puts on like the biggest wrestling convention of the year, which is just simply called WrestleCon. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know why. Like I just like watching the rest people putting videos up of WrestleCon on uh online on YouTube. Just like seeing what people are getting up to, the fans and the wrestlers themselves are just just a
1: nice environment. We we all love that. Whenever you're into a fandom, you enjoy like taking in that experience from other people's videos. Definitely.
2: But um, um, in short, basically, the Wrestle Convention, WrestleCon, this year was held in. I don't know what the venue's called, but it's in the ballroom hotel thing from Ghostbusters.
0: Oh, really? In LA,
2: so where they meet Slimer, and then they. They trash the place, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, sorry about that. You owe us this amount of money or whatever." At the end, it was all done in there, and like uh, there was certain wrestlers who were Ghostbusters fans, going like, "Oh, this is where he got slimed. This is where this happened." And I was like, Excellent. "Oh shit! I didn't know that was happening in there." So I just thought
1: So it was the cool. interiors of the Sedgwick Hotel. Yeah, like not much had changed, to be honest. That is very very cool. Yeah, that is cool. I do love that. I, it, at some point, I would like to go to America and do some of the sites. Obviously, it, it, but like you said, in a lot of these films, even though New York is where everything's set, they film a, a whole bunch of stuff over California way. For I was I was tempted interiors. to
2: go to yeah to the interior of uh, uh, the Ghostbusters HQ, but it had already been gutted by the point that I'd mm-hmm. gone on holiday there. Um, it was being used as a fire station still, I think. Mm-hmm. It but, was, but, yeah. It but was. now it's being changed into some sort of museum or something. So, but I saw on YouTube, it's just, yeah, it's just rubble inside there, unfortunately,
1: now. So there was nothing really to see. No, it's a shame. It is a real shame. What Have you seen the videos of the soundstage over here that they've recreated the uh, ghostbusters firehouse no because no I don't think no, I no um uh, mckenna grace who plays phoebe uh, in ghostbusters afterlife uh, she had uploaded a um instagram video of like you just heard like doing some random song and uh they've a hundred percent like they've recreated the entire building that outside of hook and ladder eight from new york but inside as that other uh uh, fire station was yeah it's amazing
2: what they can do these days and know how much money it costs and they're like yeah we'll make that back that's easy exactly
1: That's it, and and once again, they're going around filming loads of interiors around England and everything, and then they'll shoot all of the exterior shots over in New York, which I just find it really, really cool. Also,
2: TrekMate alumni, or TrekMate in the Wilderness alumni, Mm -hmm. JD went there recently as well. He did, he did, Yeah.
1: yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I saw that he had uh, been over to Hook and Ladder Eight, and uh, funnily enough, today at Hook and Ladder Eight they're having their annual Ghostbusters Day weekend uh, fundraiser, uh, like where they raise money for one of the families of a firefighter that passed away. Oh, so right. Yeah, so they they have like a big event. They had um, oh, can't remember. The name of the guys, uh, the the singers who sing uh, in the um, uh, in the film, the song "Saving the Day." Saving the Day. I don't know. Yes. I know, uh, no. I, I know you're not Jr., as big. Or whatever his name is, but yeah, I know you're not are as it? big a fan of Ghost. No, Ghost not Ghost as big you as you guys. I do like it and did like
2: yeah. it as, as a kid, but no, I'm not as in there as you you guys are. You, Matt, and JD. Yeah.
1: No, that's it, I'm uh, I'm big, big into my Ghostbusters at the moment, and yeah, absolutely love it. Oh,
2: I watched a Ghostbusters video yesterday of, of something that I did as a kid, and I don't know if I've said it to you before, it was the Ghostbusters stage show in Universal, which oh, was just I'm in the early 90s, like, it didn't even occur to me, but like, they never owned the rights to that, they just obviously bought it for a short time, the rights to have this this show. Yeah. And it was brilliant, like, seeing that in person. Like, any YouTube videos I watch of it, like, they look good, but they aren't, you know, what, what, what's, what's in my in memories. Person. Yeah, seeing it right there in front of you, it was very well done. With uh, I didn't even realise at the time, I, I thought, if I was to guess, I knew that there were screens up, like we've seen in Back to the Future recently.
1: Um, yeah.
2: Well, you see it in all sorts, but I thought that it was just like a projection, uh, where the ghosts mm-hmm. are interacting with the human actors. You know, yeah. it, it's just something that's being, you know, projected that's been filmed ages ago. But no, it's actually happening underneath them. Like, there's. Oh,
1: okay.
2: It's happening under the stage and it's reflected off a glass mirror sort of thing that's in front of the actors. Yeah. So when those ghosts are moving around, they are moving around, they're just below their feet instead of next to them and i was just like
1: oh
2: weird
1: what a cool idea
2: yeah very cool
1: yeah no that is really really impressive Mm -hmm. I because i've seen videos of the stage show and it did look like great fun yeah, I just
2: remember it being awesome. Like really really loved it. And then like when you come out you like you really want to speak to the Ghostbuster actors. It's like, yeah, for today you are Peter Venkman, <laughs> you know, I yeah. buy it for today.
1: Uh but, but that's the only, the first time that I found out about that Ghostbuster stage show was when I discovered the, uh, the the Doc Brown promo video for Universal. Mm-hmm. Where he's running about the, yeah. uh, the, the thing, and yeah, no, that was the first time that I ever like oh, God. came onto my radar.
2: I know this is like aging me again, but Universal was so much better in the early nineties than it is now. It's still cool now. They have got all sorts of cool stuff, and they're adding like Super Nintendo World and stuff. But I'll take Back to the Future and Ghostbusters any day, any day, and oh, yours. absolutely.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, because Jaws shut down like last year. I think it did.
2: Oh, it was way before that. Oh,
1: was it? It's not that long ago, though.
2: Yeah, it sucks. No, I I do. I I think it's more like 2014 or something like that.
1: Are you sure? Because I'm sure I saw fucking YouTube videos of people like filming the final day. There is, um, there is a
2: small section of Jaws at universal hollywood mm-hmm. uh, which is a much shorter version of what people had in orlando florida and when i went to hollywood uh last year it wasn't actually on like bruce the shark was just on the back of a lorry which was yeah. cool
1: to see but it was like oh i wanted to see the jaws oh, thing mate that, you're right because that must have just not came into my radar is i tell you what it was it was probably a question of fucking like i've been watching loads of youtube videos of old universal stuff and then that came oh, onto my feed. It all it was, the time yeah but yeah no uh yeah you're right 2012 that closed mm. and, and that is where diagon alley for harry potter uh, world was then made. that's
2: right yeah yeah, yeah. So, and yeah. I love Harry Potter, but it still sucks. I, I'd rather have Jaws and Back to the Future and Ghostbusters back.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. No, I, the the thing is, I know they've got to try and stay relevant, but yeah, they hey, do. But I just think hey, what goes
2: not what goes around comes around. But you know what I mean? Like, what's old is in. new again. Yeah, and, and yeah. you know the movies themselves are proof of that. Mm -hmm. The fact that we're watching new Ghostbusters movies now.
1: Yeah, and the thing is... They're still releasing
2: shark movies as well, like The Meg and all that bollocks, and Sharknado and that
1: stuff. Oh, yeah. But surely, as you said, what is old is new, I bet if they reopened a Back to the Future ride, the fucking uptake in people going... I think it'd be massive. Yeah, I think it would. And they they wouldn't have to do that much work to do it no no and, and, the, the, and the,
2: the crazy thing is i think people are bored to death of the simpsons and the simpsons ride mm-hmm. which is what replaced it they didn't really change much to the building they just changed the overall theming and like mm-hmm. it's not that great like if you've ever watched it on a youtube video it's like you're watching a ps2 game or something i've been on it myself not mm-hmm. recently but years ago and uh, yeah
1: especially when you compare it to back to the future like it doesn't look that great and then videos as we've seen on online like upscaled they hold up Just
2: yeah it was done recently in recent months i'm so glad that person did that and the technology's out there to do it i loved Mm -hmm. it like we've watched it multiple times now on our tv
1: yeah no and, and i i've watched it twice as well and It's stunning and makes me wish that I could have gone on it. But if they, they, I'm positive that if they reopened a couple of these older rides, they'd be able to make it for less than they did back in the day. Definitely,
2: yeah. And I think they would see them packed. All of those: Ghostbusters, Jaws, Back to the Future. Definitely,
1: yeah. Oh, we need it. We need it. Yeah. So, but yeah, no, so th- that, well, I'm just trying to think, That's that's been pretty much all of my excitement, really, getting ill and Ghostbusters. Yeah. Since we last spoke.
2: Well, while we're talking about those things, I took my family to Back to the Future musical that we'd seen together at one point, but... Uh made Amazing. a promise to myself to take my whole family and it was a christmas present last year everyone sort of got it for each other if you know what i mean like mm-hmm. my mom got it for my dad my dad got it for my mom i got it for yep. san francisco they got it for me but uh yeah still just Excellent. as good again absolutely loved it they all loved it
1: and how were the new cast uh i had the same marty Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: which was good because I really liked him the first time because and...
1: that's it. We, uh, we got lucky because we really liked our Marty and he was actually the understudy. Yeah. He was Dave. Normally most yeah, nights he would have been uh, Dave McFly, but I think they changed out because of, uh, like whichever Marty was on, they change out who was playing Biff that night. Yes, they did. As well. so, so I don't know who the
2: Biff got, if he was just an understudy Biff or if he's normally one of the other characters, but, uh... But yeah, I got a much more Biff-like Biff this time, uh, a bigger mm-hmm. guy. But um, but yeah, they were all great, and I was really worried I wasn't going to like the Doc as much as the previous Doc actor, because he was so good when we went. Um, mm-hmm. I'd probably say that I preferred that first one, but the second one, he was just different. He was still very good, but he just performed it differently. And I've got to Which believe that he must have watched the other guy and seen, like, you know, he does his own things. I'm going to do my own
1: things and well, try the and thing work thing is, the as well, if he tries to do exactly what the other doc was doing, it's like trying to do an impression of an impression.
2: Yes, exactly.
1: So, so you're better off going on your own back. Yeah,
2: do your own version. And, yeah, he was great.
1: The, the, the whole so, cast was great. It doesn't surprise me that they took uh, that dock to the American ones to like launch off Back to the Future yeah. over there because I don't he was great. Yeah. But to be honest, I, as much as like with Back to the Future, they've always said like, it's a limited run and everything else. They keep they extending keep on, it. They keep on extending it, and I think as long as it keeps selling... They'll keep extending it. So, yeah, Well, my whole family
2: said like, oh, we'd like to go and see that again. Like, be a third time for me. But I was just like, yes, yeah, yeah, I'll go back again at some point. Yeah. Takes a bit do, of planning, but...
1: They do it so well. So yeah. well. It's really, really good. I would love to see it again. Unfortunately, my family have no interest in going to see it. Oh, that's a shame. So, because like,
2: I honestly do think like, uh, you don't have to like Back to the Future to enjoy that musical. Mm -hmm. it's so well done it's you know if you don't like songs and stuff which i didn't think i did before i went i thought like oh i don't know i think this might all be a bit cringy but three songs in i was like nope, this is fine it's really good like makes sense because all the lyrics are comical um Mm -hmm. it's really well written and mapped out and stuff and uh there's loads of good effects for for a live show like that which i didn't expect it it really yeah. um, was much better than I thought uh, when it came to that all the way through, especially the end. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, I could see anyone not being a fan of it beforehand going like, oh, that was really good. Never heard of that film. But, uh, you know, if you don't like one part, you'll like another part, I think.
1: Absolutely. And it's uh, still but-
2: like, yeah, it's hard to convince your family of that when they're yeah. just like, it's just one of your geeky films, dad. What are you talking about?
1: yeah exactly and the thing is uh, and i'm sure everyone's in the same boat but money is very limited so if we're ever like going to anything it has to be something that we know is a like sure yeah um, that's fair enough surefire hit so maybe at some point i'll be well to be honest if it keeps selling out i'm sure there's going to be plenty of opportunities in the future i don't think it's going anywhere
2: yeah yeah i'm i'm always happy you know even though I can't make any plans for it either, I'm always happy to see it extended every time I see that written. Mm-hmm. But they've got Absolutely. another, you know, three, six months.
1: Yeah, I know. It's always great news. And um, so, it's Star Trek-wise, I've been watching a little bit of Star Trek. I've been like uh, in preparation for this week's episode. Jude and I have both uh, watched the next episode of Strange New Worlds. Uh, yeah
2: because, be, because all our previous episodes have all been about the uh you know what was actually turned out to be a great season of Picard for all mm-hmm. the shitting on it for, I'm sure we did for season one and two and my opinion hasn't changed on that like season three was just like why can't you just do that in the first season <laughs> why can't we just have this like from the start like I I doubt I will ever watch season one and two again but that third mm-hmm. one great and oh, I great. I do look forward to watching it again and talking about it again but after we'd uh, gone through that with Dom which uh, was a really enjoyable episode to record for us of uh, Trekmate I just thought I want to get back on Strange New Worlds because I'd said at some point to you I'm just going to stop watching it so I can watch the episode and then talk about them fresh so uh, yeah, yeah very exciting this week to get back to that for me. Episode and also,
1: seven, I think, and and also season two is coming out very soon as well. Yeah,
2: so I want to be ready for that as well. I want to be. Yeah. We can, you know, both watch them at the same time properly then, because you've seen them all from
1: season yeah. one, and I've not. No, exactly, and it, I can't wait for season two. Is, yeah, even is without seeing gonna... all of season one, yeah, I, I look forward to that
2: because it's a great show. It, it's uh, it was. Also a very pre- pleasant surprise, um, Strange New Worlds, which I'm sure everyone's heard me say on here. Like, mm-hmm. We were both... It's just just the way it's become now with uh, Paramount or CBS, where, you know, fooled us so many times like into going like, oh, yeah, this one will be good, this one will be good. And it's like, no, no, no. By the time you get to Strange New Worlds, it's just like, you're going to ruin this, aren't you? I do like these actors, what I saw in Discovery. I do like how you portrayed them. But you're going to screw it up somehow, mm-hmm. and then when they finally like just got everything right, it was a shock. But um,
1: absolutely.
2: But now, like seven and- episodes in, it's like
1: okay, they're not going to do. It. I kept waiting for them to drop the ball, but it's it's not happening. No, no. Well, that's you know, I, I know. Dom's not as keen on Strange New World. Yeah, he, so he said something in that fans. last episode. I can't, I think he's called it like
2: copy and paste or something like that. But
1: Yeah, but no, to be honest I love it. I absolutely yeah. am loving Strange New World. I think it's exactly Dude. what
2: Star Trek needed, you know. You've got all these different things which I know Paramount's desperate to do to make it look modern with all these like movie mm-hmm. panning shots and stuff like that, which is great. Yeah, I don't mind you having that in there, but it feels like you're watching a mixture of TOS and TNG, to me. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely, and and it's been very true. This is actually a good point to discuss because I was kindly sent the Strange New Worlds 4K uh, Blu-rays. Oh yeah, uh, to look at, and the it, honestly, if you do get the chance of getting. Uh, the, uh, obviously, 4K is going to be ultra sharp. Like even compared to uh, like what is on the Paramount Plus app, it, I think that actually only streams it at 1080p. So mm. like the the 4K really is just so just crisp. Everything pops like you expect from the 4K. Yeah, I would like to see that. Yeah. So it's really nice to watch it in that sense with the 4K and. On uh, the, all of the episodes, they've all got a commentary as well, like you oh, nice. normally do. Um, but the special features—some of them really surprised me because, like, you've got like one which is like a diary of Anson Mount during like lockdown and stuff uh, when he was waiting to, like, pick up uh, Strange New Worlds after um, everything going so well with. Um, uh, the Enterprise crew on Discovery and stuff, um, but then oh, there's right. I didn't also... realize they were literally waiting around to make the show. Apparently so, oh, yeah, wow. apparently so. But then also there was uh, there's loads of behind the scenes bit, uh, a whole bunch of deleted scenes and that. But then there was this one that uh, special feature that I found really interesting because I'd only heard a little. It spoke a, about a little bit. By Jonathan Frakes, like when he was on the Michael Rosenbaum uh, podcast.
2: Mm. Yeah, I've started watching a little bit of that on YouTube. I like, oh, like it now. Yeah, yeah,
1: I'm enjoying that. And um, But no, it, it basically, on the special features, it shows how they film the majority of their scenes, because mm. they it, it's, a, it's surprising how many sets aren't just permanent, fixed Sets mm. like the uh, like the engineering yeah. and shuttle bay and, and other other shows. Basically, what they've got is they've got a sound stage that has got a section where they wheel in whatever they need to, mm. and then it's like a U shape of ultra ultra high definition screens. Wow. That they just project on, like they just have on the screen, whatever it is it, on that, w- whether it's engineering, whether it's the planet, whether it's anything else. Wow, so I all didn't of like the, guess that. No, all of like the really big sets. So when people, uh, when the actors are acting on the stuff, they can actually. See, I I was oh, green screen, green screen, but no, no, they actually yeah, that's what see. I what is around it because like obviously like they've got like huge rocks here, crash shuttle there, whatever. But they've got like the background, that's fucking Vulcan. That's crazy. And, and so they for them, that must be amazing to be able to get into that headspace of not having to just imagine what that's very you're cool. working with. And how it also works with perspective as well. Yeah is as the camera moves, like, mm-hmm. say, following the actors, like, going on to, like, whatever section it is, the, uh, the screens are all hooked up to, like, the cameras. So the perspective changes. So if, say, you're just standing in one spot, the screen might not look right from certain angles as the camera mm. moves along. But that's because the screens are literally changing its perspective for the camera,
2: that's very clever. Very clever. So
1: all of the shit in the back, like far background, is just projected on, and then they might even just touch it up a little bit, but it's there. Yeah. No, that is really cool. I would have never guessed that.
2: No, I'm guessing that no, no, that's going on with other stuff, and uh, we'll see more of it in the future. Yeah. But wow.
1: No, yeah. I have no, I. N- I never knew this technology was around. Like, because when Freak's... was discussing it i was like that sounds interesting but i never until you see it Mm.
2: i can imagine it now yeah but uh i really would like to see that
1: Mm. no absolutely i'm gonna have to borrow
2: that uh blu-ray off you at some point well 4k Mm -hmm. dvd is the better one isn't it yeah yeah
1: the 4k blu-ray sets but yeah no i what they um they didn't send us uh, like the actual steelbook. They sent uh, on this one. They just sent me the discs, so that'll be easy enough right. to post off. But yeah, oh, no, okay. really, Cheers. yeah, no. Those uh, wow! If if you've got an opportunity to them, special features are on the normal Blu-rays as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if, if you're picking up the Blu-rays, it, I was uh, I was quite happy with the special features. Yeah, that sounds them. very cool. Better than yeah,
2: the so, uh, next generation movie collection.
1: Yeah, no. I was, even though they they are packed with special features, because it's nothing new for the They're release.
2: Just old special features.
1: Yeah, exactly. Where all of these were not obviously brand new, because Strange New Worlds is brand new. But that's what we want the physical media for: is these special features and different insights into everything. So definitely, definitely worth picking up and i appreciate the the company sending us uh, that to check out as well yeah so, thank you yeah no definitely do and um i'm just trying to think oh they, they did an, another strange new worlds announcement they announced um la'an is uh going to dst
2: yes i noticed that that's very good that's about the only thing in all honesty where like i kind of stood up metaphorically applauded them like because i I have kept an eye on their facebook page and it's like so many of the posts and i know i'm speaking for a lot of people Mm -hmm. it's just like face palms every time like come on guys like all these things they're announcing like just things you would expect but they're announcing it like hey this thing is happening guys it's like yeah we know you're charging some of those people, like, crazy prices for those tickets. Mm-hmm. All these bloody captain packages and admiral packages where he's charging people hundreds or thousands or whatever, and it's like, you're just in a hotel. Like, yeah. if you were going to downscale it, be realistic about it, but, like, you've got all these very nice, patient Star Trek fans, like, keep saying, like, where's the guests? Where's the guest? Why are you not confirming guests? And then they're just confirming, like guys like us basically <laughs> just random people like oh here's Fred you know and it's yeah. like oh great and then like you even sent me one where like i hadn't seen it it was like oh we've got Jeff who played an andorian but not that one yeah it's not but Jeff he was like on enterprise it's Jeff it's... Smith who was on screen for 10 seconds like for fuck's sake guys pull your finger out
1: we wanted Jeffrey Coombs, but
2: um Oh, but seriously, people do. Like, I know I love yeah. the guy, but like, people want people they love and know at least, even if it yeah. is the same actors we've seen a
1: hundred times. People just want to see him. Mm-hmm. But they're just—they have done that. They've like, here is like that actress who was in yes. a scene for ten seconds on oh, God, the yeah. Star Trek movie that on like everyone thinks like sent the franchise down the wrong path. Yeah.
2: Just and because it's... she probably lives in London or whatever—that that's the real reason. I get it. I get yeah, it. I get it too. But it's like, don't, don't, you know,
1: don't overplay things. Yeah, because that's the thing. And when when we saw that uh, the lady who plays La'an was going to be at the London Film Comic Con earlier in the year, we did turn around and say. Well it just makes sense to get her for D S C because yes. she lives in England.
2: Yeah. So I'm so-, so glad they've announced her and because of what you've just said there, I do believe she will be there where I don't believe that Ethan Phillips is gonna be there. I think he's gonna be in that mm-hmm. same boat as Tim Russ and all that from the last one where it's like, You're advertising me for something I haven't agreed to. They were they're still at it, by the way, Showmasters. They've done that again this year for Tony... Yeah. <laughs> they did it for Tony Todd. They've been advertising him for about six months for uh, London Film and Comic Con. When he came out publicly, he said, I've not agreed to do this. I've not done this. You're fucking kidding. I <laughs> did not heard that. Yeah. Because he's one of the few people what w- would have tempted me into going, and I'm not going to go this year. And then, yeah, no. now at the last minute, like weeks out, they're like... Tony is now coming to London Film and Con winter. And it's like the same tactic they keep doing where it's like something in the contract that says you can't just cancel on us. We'll just advertise you for the next event and the next event and the next event until you come. And it's like, if they can't do it, guys, they can't do it. Stop. Takes. Yeah. So all those people who've bought Tony Todd tickets for London, I guarantee they're not getting their money back. They'll say, you can use it for another celebrity piss. or another event. It's the same tactics over and over again.
1: And and that's the thing. The, 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 and with DSC, the, I keep on seeing, like, the posts are just pretty much like all of the things of, we're going to have this, we're going to have that. And it's like, that's the stuff that you should be doing. Mm-hmm. Like, like the, the, the bare bones. Of course you're going to yes. want fucking fan groups there. Yeah. Everyone wants fucking fan groups there. And but, like the after parties. Like, we know you're going to do
2: the after party. You did the after party in that hotel the last few times you did it. Like, that's kind of obvious. That's great for those people that love the after parties and stuff.
1: But let's start hearing about the stuff that you're doing that not everyone's going to be allowed to go to because... Mm-hmm. And that's, that's the true. real shady shit that uh, I'm interested in what, what, the, what the stuff, because there's going to be things that are only activities for people that are staying in the hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've read those okay. bits. That's a shame. Yeah, because I haven't been keeping up to date on what the public's opinion is on DST. At I, think, the I think
2: people are being kind of overly polite at the moment online. I think they're all just trying to be patient, which I've done that myself sometimes. Like, well, I still try to do that now. Try mm-hmm. to be positive. But, you know, when someone keeps taking the piss, you know, that whole fool me once, fool me twice. It's like you're fooling me like seven fucking times here. Like How many times? we have to be suckered in and think like, oh, they've learned their lesson this year. Yeah, they're all right now. Yeah. You know, but like, no, like they proved themselves to, you know, have the same dodgy tactics over it. And And I haven't got something against them. You know, I'm just saying things the way they are. I want it to be great. Mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got my ticket. It, I was already one of the people that early on said like, I don't want to miss out. I'm getting my ticket now. I'm getting my hotel down. The, I'm not staying in the Hilton. I'll mm-hmm. stay in Premier Inn, like ten minutes walk down the road. But um, I was already looking at my uh, Premier Inn email the other day, thinking like, "Should I just cancel this? I can't cancel the ticket uh, for mm-hmm. the destination Star Trek, but I can cancel my hotel." And that's when um, that's when the on uh, announcement came up, and I was like, "Okay, maybe they're they're taking a step in the right direction. You know, that's showing, but they're they're trying. I think." But I think that they might just that that might be it. She might be their star guest, and it's just her, the two Daxes, and Chekhov,
1: and and that's but your the lot. The thing is, the thing is, that is fine. That is a, that is a perfectly respectable hotel convention. However, it is, but if they needed to be transparent, need to, you need to be transparent about it. And also, I don't think all of them packages are going to be that worthwhile if you're How
2: did, how's one different from the other how's a commander or a captain and an admiral package going to be any different when you've only got four guests mm-hmm. four guests that people are really excited about I should say I know yeah. they've got these other guests but like those guests are just going to be like
1: obviously oh. we've got Walter Keenig and uh, Jadzia and Esri and uh, that I expect the Daxes to be there
2: Yes, I think so, because they've announced the talks and stuff. And I think they've seen Showmasters, like, how much money they make on the photo... Well, how much money they make full stop with mm-hmm. those girls, because people love them. Mm-hmm. Rightly so. But, uh, but yeah, the fact that I've not heard a Voyager talk with Ethan Phillips announced just makes me think, he ain't coming, is he?
1: But also, the uh, not being funny...
2: They've, like, burnt so with many bridges with the Voyager, the Voyager cast.
1: cast yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with the history of the Voyager cast, so I'm not sure if we will. And the thing is, I do want to go, but the week before is the Wales Comic-Con, which it's,
2: I... Just uh, to clarify we, that, they call it Comic-Con Wales, it's uh, Monopoly Events. Yes. Wales Comic-Con's uh, the other company, but...
1: I do apologise. No, it's alright, it's just yeah. it's
2: a little confusing for customers, but...
1: Yeah, you would have thought you would have picked a totally different name. Yeah. Yeah, no, and because the kids want to go because they want to meet somebody from Vampire Diaries, but also James Tolkien and uh, the guy who plays Marvin Berry and uh, Claudia Wells and uh, Mayor Goldie Wilson, uh, all from Back to the Future, are going to be there. And I know if I don't go and get James Tolkien's autograph this time, I would have missed it before he dies. So that that's exactly I how I
2: felt with those four guys. But for the love of sci-fi, which was monopoly events, and uh, yeah, I am glad I did it, and I am glad I got his autograph. And yeah, it is—it's like a sad but true statement, isn't it? Like you, you want to ninety-four but, or something now, something like that. Yeah, and I even mean, when hell. I was there, I told the joke about how Cisco had... Like slapped his hand like really fucking hard, but the next day he wasn't there. He was admitted into hospital, but like whether yeah. that was Cisco's fault or not, it happened.
1: So you the know. moral of the story is, if you do attend this convention, dude, Cisco is not allowed anywhere near James Tolkien until after you've got his off All right, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll keep that promise. <laughs> but no, it's it, so, and the thing is, he might get like another six or eight years on this planet if uh, he's like you never know but how well is he gonna be to be able to coming over to England to do a yeah, convention it's not easy so yeah so it's amazing that he's going at the Asia year so I really want to attend that and yeah, he's a nice bloke as well good guy and financially I'm not sure if I'm gonna be able to afford ds one yeah. week after I'm going try I'm gonna try my best to be there but I'm I can't promise anything at the moment because I'm gonna have to prioritize that is I've got a fucking Star Trek convention I should prioritize the Star Trek convention however I need to prioritize James Tolkien and also the kids the other convention I I still
2: hope to see you there as I'm sure many people do but yeah I am
1: I'm hoping to be there I'm hoping to be there but I'm sure everybody is feeling the pinch at the moment with how the country is. So I'm sure that everyone's having to make decisions. I don't think I'll be doing
2: an awful lot in there, especially with what we were talking about, with all these commander things, packages and whatnot. And I've Mm -hmm. just got a ticket. So I might be going in there and I walk past like four traders who I probably know, you know, and uh, I'll look at their (laughs) stuff and go, cool stuff. And then it's like, oh, you can't go in this room. You can't go in this room.
1: This what, is exclusive, and I'll be like, okay, well, I'll see you later. But what fucks me off with Showmasters is doing this size event, mm. every talk should be free.
2: Yes, I completely agree. I think they should have thought about this more in advance. Because the if I'm not is, gonna, If I'm not able to see those
1: talks... What are you going to do? Yeah, well,
2: that's what I mean. I'm going to be looking at some traders
1: and just be like, yeah, you've got loads of cool shit. I, I can't afford to buy it, <laughs> but... Um, I mean, they might convince some monkey like uh, us to like put on loads of like fan panels and stuff. I think which, I
2: think they are going for that right now. I think they're angling for that on uh, yeah, which Facebook. they
1: should have been uh, like pushing harder for the last however many conventions because they were, always went down fucking great with attendees.
2: They did, but now I don't think even if you did have the time and the money, mm-hmm. I'd be telling you like, don't. Do it, Wayne. Don't do it this year. You know, maybe yeah. next year. Like, let's see how this one do- does because it could blow up in their face worse than ever this year with people being very angry.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it will be interesting to see. And I, as much as we want a like a Star Trek exclusive event to uh, succeed.
2: Of course I do, this yeah. Is show I know some people will think that I don't, that I'm against them, but I'm not. I'm just for the people, you
1: know. Yeah, No. but no, they really should. With the amount of guests that they've got, all of those talks should be included. 100%. As a minimum. Yeah, I think it's and, only fair. Yeah, and, and let's face it, because it's not like... An event where we've had like, and that's what 20, it, I'm guessing 20, that's 20, what it would have been years ago, members.
2: wouldn't it? When they first yeah. had these conventions, I know we're you know not that old, but yeah. uh, but there wouldn't have been bloody admiral packages and all this bollocks,
1: no, exactly. If you had with those packages, if you're just turning around and saying, like, if you're wanting some, if you're aiming them up and like you're saying, okay. These are priced this way because it includes this uh, this amount of photos, this amount of autographs. Yeah. That is fair enough. Weigh it up. Give make people value
2: the- for the money and you can actually, yeah, add it up on a page.
1: Yeah. Give people the right value for money and that's fair enough. But not, okay, you get access to this talk you get access to that talk but also with those packages over previous years whether they'll do it the same this year because there's so many less guests but over the years they would say like you will get allocated certain talks mm-hmm. and you wouldn't even know what fucking talk <laughs> yeah. it is that you're gonna get yeah you might get, right. a talk, you might get a talk that you have no interest in whatsoever and then that deep space nine talk that you really wanted to go to, you've got to go and buy that extra, and maybe even miss one of the ones that
2: you've been assigned because they're <laughs> on at the same time.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, let's crazy place. I'm. I hope to get there, but I'm. Uh, I'm not hundred percent just yet.
2: Well, the, the entry price isn't too bad. Twenty five pounds is kind of average, I think these days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
2: if you if you can get twenty five pounds for that and the petrol money to get there and back, yeah, um,
1: exactly. And then that's it. Then I can keep it down to a minimum. Then at least I'm
2: crossing my fingers that you get there. But like I'm already we've already said to Sarah, like I've got a funny feeling that like I'm going to be walking in
1: and walking out within an hour and just going like, oh well. That's the thing. Are they going to be able to put on enough to like keep you entertained for an entire day? I'm not sure day? that they
2: are for someone who's just paying the bog standard ticket price
1: yeah if you're paying just that 25 quid for the entry mm-hmm. I, I are you gonna have enough to do all day because at the previous conventions that's what people would get fucked off with they would buy the weekend pa- uh, weekend ticket they'd buy a day ticket and there wouldn't be enough to keep them entertained for the entire day oh, and that was awful. previous like, like- years
2: that 2016 i think it was you and me like just a massive empty hall with like a yeah. sunglasses hat and a you know a couple of paintings on the wall and it was like mm-hmm. wow this is for 3 days
1: what yeah. the hell do we do yeah and that was and and then once again if you want this going to go into all of the talks that you wanted to hear you were paying extra for it because that isn't included in your entry
2: yeah and we only uh, got to go and some or most of those because we have press passes passes and stuff but like i don't even think they're bothering with the press passes this year
1: well i certainly haven't emailed to no i know you weren't going to bother this year
2: like we've been too honest i wouldn't say too critical just too honest about them to even you know for us to feel comfortable uh i mean if they come forth and say hey do you want them i'll say yeah sure yeah but no we've
1: we we had discussed a while, but we wouldn't be able to have these honest conversations if we. I wouldn't there. want it
2: that way around. I I don't no. want to. I don't want you know my silence. You know, being paid for my silence, or mm. worse. You know, like just going, hey guys, this is great. You know everything. Yeah. Like oh yeah, it's that actor from you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff, but not the one yeah. he wanted. But he's the better Andorian, anyway. I remember that two-second clip where he looked at Captain Archer and then got blown up. (laughs) Yeah.
1: So, but we're um, no, it'll be. I, I hope it goes well. I think they. Yes, I think
2: really do hope it goes well. I.
1: I just have a feeling that they need to rethink some of the models. For if if you are going to go for hotel conventions, even if it is a big ass hotel, which I've been assured it is,
2: oh, it is. But uh, you know, you did a bit of the research, you know, ringing up, and I think other people did that same thing. And it's like they're not using the whole thing. There's plenty of other events happening that same weekend in the hotel, so that means like okay, so they don't not using all that space. No, so how much space they're actually using? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there's three events going on that weekend in that one hotel, so they're not using everything.
2: No, so uh, we'll see what that looks like on the on the days.
1: Yeah, and I think I just I just hope that people aren't getting as fucked over as we suspect they might be.
2: Yeah, yeah, I really hope they don't because I I can kind of like just accept it for twenty five quid and and the petrol money to get there. I'll just go oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I've learnt my lesson now. Like If I ever do one of these again, I'm waiting to the last minute to get the actual ticket itself, yeah. if at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, I won't be suckered in again, but uh, it's just sad that we're even talking this way.
1: It is. It is. But do you know what's not sad? Str- strange New Worlds. <laughs> Snoochie Boochies. <laughs> yes, because... Uh, we've got about 55 minutes left to record this in, Jude, so... Yes,
2: okay. Well, I haven't taken any notes, so this will be a clusterfuck anyway.
1: Well, it's it's been a while. We need to settle back into the rhythm, mm. and also we've both only just re-watched... Well, I've only just rewatched it, you've only just watched it, so it should be pretty... Yeah, I think there. so.
2: I'm just going to do what I always do and say my opinion of it first. Before all... <laughs> I'll just say my mm. final verdict at the start. Like I just thought, I've really liked all the episodes that
1: I've watched of Strange New Worlds, but this one was kind of like the most fun. If you know what I mean. Just so, just so people know, the episode that we've just watched is season one, episode seven, the re- uh, the Serene Squall.
2: Yes. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's I thought a, it was. As long as
1: we watched the right episode. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it
2: was one of the most fun, one of the most sort of TOS-ish ones for me, mm-hmm. and and there's lots of throwbacks to that as well, or forwards, yeah. however you work that out, because this yeah. is in the past. <laughs> but you know what I mean.
1: I get you. I'm feeling you.
2: Yeah, future and echoes. Yeah, no,
1: it's yeah, no, it is, uh, and also once again, really building on the whole Spock and to bring uh relationship mm-hmm. which i uh i am a, i don't know how anyone else is feeling but i'm actually really appreciating seeing uh this side of spock a lot more because obviously to is just a character that we know he was betrothed to until yeah
2: we really didn't see much of her and she's getting massively fleshed out here yeah. Which uh, I'm sure a lot of people are happy about that. I think it's a very cool thing to do. I
1: really like her.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I do so far.
1: And it, it makes me feel, knowing
2: I want to how... see if if we get to that point where they do start to disagree. Like, who do you side with more or, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Well, the thing is, it, most of the time, the stuff that she's coming out with, I'm like, to print you should have dumped his ass ages ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, how did you put up with this dickhead? <laughs> but yeah, no, really really enjoy uh the the whole topring arc and uh, the episode centers around the uh concept that the, the Enterprise is going to be help uh, is trying to rescue a ship of colonists that's been attacked by Uh, Space pirates. Yes. And they've uh, taken on board a uh, counselor who's uh, there to help. Is she uh, supposed to be human? Because I know she's got like piercings
2: and a tattoo. And I just thought, like, I know a lot of times in Star Trek, that could be a lazy week on Star Trek where they're like, yeah, she's an alien, she's got a tattoo. On Her face and piercings, but I thought, like, no, maybe she is just a human for once who uh, just happens to have a tattoo and a piercing and a fancy yeah. suit.
1: Um, I am trying to, don't worry, it's not important. I just didn't know if you knew. Uh, well, so I'm trying to find out, uh, for you because. Is uh, Doctor Aspen? Uh, Because uh, this, I'm not sure whether uh, how they would like to be called. Uh, This actor, uh, they were in a program that I really like um, called uh, Big Sky, which is a uh, it's a police uh, American like uh, police program. Yeah. And they play a uh transgender uh character on there that gets kidnapped in season one and then like joins the force in right. season two. So uh I really like them on that. Uh the semi School James uh character.
2: I'm guessing the fact that you're a, a, a avoiding using the word she that they're a transgender person who doesn't identify as one thing I or the don't other or something.
1: Know that. I don't know how they identify. Right. Uh, okay, Dr. Aspen is a human.
2: Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, my conclusion by the end human. of the episode. Yeah. Uh, Je- uh,
1: Jesse, James, Kaitel. gender. You're just okay, checking sorry, the real-life a-
2: person there.
1: And the actor is non-binary.
2: Yeah, oh, that's what they say now.
1: Uh, is non binary. Uh, who uses. Uh, oh, yeah. She uses both she and her or they and them. Yeah. She's not fussed by that. She's okay. not fussed by that. So either she or her or they and them. Well, I'll go because so. she and
2: her, because it's easier.
1: Yeah, exactly. It is easier.
2: Um, but yeah it was a good episode I I think I I don't know I think most audience uh, people would see that character and go oh she's bad she's setting him up but they still did it well they did it well she's like playing on Spock's emotions other people's emotions but mainly Spock in this Mm -hmm. episode uh, which is very interesting
1: yeah absolutely And, uh, and the thing is as well get Spock to question uh, it, it, like insecurities that he has as well.
2: Yeah, because he's been having that back and forth conversation with T'Pring, where she's trying to read like human sexual literature or whatever to try and understand his human side, and he's oh, like,
1: "That's hysterical! Yeah. That's hysterical!" That she wants to. It should, basically, she wants to help uh, her relationship with Spock, so she's uh, investigating human sexuality mm-hmm. and reading loads of. Uh, books about human sexuality and which is making Spock feel very uncomfortable yeah. because it, it, it in his conversation with Nurse Chapel it, it is basically the, the, the gist is I think she's into this more than I am yeah <laughs> yeah it's a very funny episode this with all that it is but but that made me just question of like how different is human sexuality compared to Vulcans? Then, I, w- I want to watch some Vulcan porn to find out. Just, I so think how. it's just that. Uh, well, we're
2: weaker, aren't we? We're weaker than they are, so we give in to yeah. stuff easier. But but they're stronger and they, uh, you know, arrange a specific time. But then, when they get down to it, I presume it's pretty crazy but um, oh yeah but no it did a good story uh good d- good job on this episode of making you feel sorry for chapel as well y- oh y- you yeah, know the fact exciting. that you know he's they're saying like oh obviously we don't really like each other you know we're just doing this like for a scene which i'm spoiling later on in the episode it doesn't
1: matter you know, i think in this review we're not going to go beat for beat we'll no um, you no know, we'll bounce about the place yeah and it's, uh, it's...
2: So, at some point, the 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 captain, the pirate captain lady, she's got them, the whole ship or half the ship, hostage on the Enterprise, and Mm -hmm. she's trying to do a prisoner exchange with T'Pring. And uh, Mm Spock comes up with a plan of saying that he's having an affair with Chapel. So they do a passionate kiss.
1: Yeah, because at that point spring has turned up to the predestined uh, coordination mm. uh, coordinates to do a prisoner exchange, as Jude said. We don't know who for at this point. And, I, I um, was
2: starting to guess, actually, before the episode came to the end, even oh, though they actually said a different name. Like the mm-hmm. fact that she kept saying like, oh, my lover, you know, he was into logic, not so much anymore. And I was just thinking, are they going somewhere But some people be like, oh, cool. And some people will be going like, oh, no, not that fucker. Yeah. <laughs> and the closer they got to it, I was like, they are, they are, aren't they? Yeah. Some even call him Cyborg.
1: I think that was like the last bit of the episode. <laughs> It was. Yeah. To be honest, I thought, if you had said that, if you had said pre-Strange New World Season 1 that they were going to tease bringing back Cyborg, I would have gone, what the fuck are you on about? Yeah, why? But but seeing how well Strange New Worlds are doing with so many things, this makes me turn around and think like, are they going to actually try in season two or season three, at some point down the line, are they going to actually redeem Cybok? I think and from
2: what we're seeing, that this these team of writers
1: or whatever could probably do it. Yeah, because I hate Cybok, but... Yeah, I think if, everyone if, does. That would, be, that would be amazing to mm. suddenly make people care about Cyborg. Yeah, and that movie a little bit more <laughs> I don't think you can ever make people care about that movie. You never know when when you
2: do writing stuff like this, you know, where you're, you're fleshing characters out and stuff like you just don't know, not saying it will make it great, but make it more interesting.
1: Oh, it's, it's definitely, uh, happened with, uh, things and films in the past. So I'm mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Then that actually makes me appreciate, uh, appreciate things a little bit more. So it, I, I, it, an example of that is after, like, uh, like Avengers End Game, and I'm like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to go back and watch uh, Thor Ragnarok. Not yeah. Ragnarok. Um, which one was it? The, the second film. Uh, oh, second
2: Dark World or something. Dark
1: World, yeah, yeah. And then going back, I'm like, ah, it's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, right.
2: Yeah, it's an example. Yeah.
1: Yes, no, it's definitely doable. But no, um, yes, yeah, so they have this exchange. They're going to have the exchange, and the, uh, like Spock comes up with a way of getting to Pring to not have to like uh, do the exchange by making out that he's been having an affair with uh, Nurse Chapel. And to convince them, they have a passionate kiss, and it is a passionate kiss. Oh, it which, is
2: definitely, yeah,
1: yeah. And you know that Spock's feeling it as well. Oh, he is. It's bring... interesting
2: how she always says the line to him in this episode and other episodes, like Vulcans cannot lie. And it's like, yeah. you know, he's kind of not lying there, is he? In in that, he is in theory to the pirate captain, but like. There's passion behind that. That like, doesn't come from nowhere. Like, mm-hmm. if you felt really uncomfortable, it might look a bit uncomfortable, but uh, they're both getting in there.
1: It's but let's face a... it, as, as much as they turn around and say Vulcans don't lie, they fucking do. Oh, God, they, they do. do. Yeah, We've... of
2: course they do. But this is just yeah. what they, they say, isn't it? They,
1: and... It's their own PR. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they believe their own spin. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah so she, uh, yeah so supreme like takes it at face value that no they were just making it up to like try and convince so then she wouldn't have to be obligated to hand over Cybok. yeah so uh, when they're
2: back in their room together and saying all that I did half expect Spock to say like oh uh, do you want to free some
1: to investigate this human sexual story? <laughs> you've been reading a lot about this human <laughs> yeah. it Shame to not pull it to use. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. But no, he's, uh, and the actress, I I don't know how other people feel uh, about her, but I really do like the actress that plays Nurse Chapel.
2: Yes, yeah, I do. And she just grows on me every every time I see her.
1: Yeah, she has this real
2: sense of, I liked her fight scene no. this time as well. It, was, it, was, it felt a lot more real than a lot of Star Trek. A lot more fumbly, mm-hmm. like it would look like if we were doing it. Yeah. You're
1: exactly. just like
2: randomly grabbing people and going, oh,
1: shit, shit, I'm just going to stick this thing in your neck. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> That'll do. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, no, I I just find she's obviously a very strong character. Mm. She's a very witty character. Uh, and also very intelligent character, but also she's got great vulnerability as well.
2: Oh, definitely, that's on display in this one. Yeah,
1: yeah, and she's a very, very good actress. I really do appreciate uh, her work.
2: Yeah. So when you go back and rewatch TOS, and oh no, 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 that's right. Yeah, she's in TOS, isn't she? Not no, on. Mate, uh... it,
1: but, but the thing is, Major Barrett was a great. Nurse Chapel in the first place.
2: No, but I was going to say are in uh, in TOS when he splits splits up with DePring officially, you're going to be like, right, get oh, in yes. there now, mate, get in there, stop wasting your time
1: now. She's been waiting for you, but patiently. <laughs> I, I think I think personally, like we've after like the flirting and everything else, we we all could have maybe assumed that Chapel and Spock were banging, mm. but i think i think after that official divorce that was definitely going on yeah uh, th- th- there's there's no ifs and buts because oh, i hope Chappell. so yeah
2: they just it just roddenberry wasn't allowed to put it on tv
1: yeah exactly well th- that's in my head canon now yeah <laughs> yeah but oh and also i really enjoyed um the it just it, it's just the little interactions between uh Pike and number one, uh like about yeah, him good. having having this uh reputation for being Starfleet's Boy Scout.
2: That's right, yeah. And
1: he's like no, no, he's like yeah like, I'm the cool kid. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, no, no, you're the Boy Scout.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> so, so yeah, that they're, they're- their story was kind of split off, wasn't it? On on this one, where mm-hmm. they uh, have beamed down, him and Lan and Number One are there to get these uh, people, what were never there. It was the trap that they fell into. Mm-hmm. But then it's just quite funny, isn't it? The way that like they basically try and start. Well, they do start a muni- mutiny on yeah. on the ship. It's uh, it's very comically done
1: yeah and it is it brings that uh that light-hearted levity uh towards it and i oh did you hear the name for it
2: what did it say it was like the alpha braga maneuver or something yes and i just thought like that's on purpose
1: of course it is
2: yeah yeah i like that i I don't know if that like is going to refer to an episode that we've seen where that happens in voyager or enterprise or something and We just don't remember yet. It'd be interesting.
1: I don't think so. I don't think. I think that's literally just a nod. I think that's just a nod to Brandon Braga. Mm. Yeah. Fair enough. No, that's what I personally think. I don't think there's anything more to read into that. But yeah, no, it might. It might be in like two
2: and a half years when we're still doing this podcast and doing an enterprise rewatch. And I was like, "See, I told you."
1: I was like, "Oh, okay, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, (laughs) yeah." Took it from that, (laughs) but. No, um, yeah, that entire story of uh, the entire crew getting uh, kidnapped and uh, they're going to be basically the captain of them, who isn't the official captain. He's the the cook and their leader. uh, His idea is to go and sell them to the Klingons. Mm -hmm. So he plays everybody off of him. And uh, I... I still enjoy that uh, Pike, it always goes back to cooking. It always yeah. goes back to cooking. Because that's his thing. That is where all of the magic happens whilst yeah. he's cooking. So, yeah. No, I I really do enjoy uh, their interactions and it's all fun.
2: Yeah, I, I really, that that sums this episode up for me, this one. Uh, some of the other ones have been quite deep and stuff, and they've all been very good at character building, and so was this, still building character for, for Spock and Chapel and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I, I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. No, same here. Same here. I'm just trying. Obviously, uh, Jude and I never wrote notes, so we're not you know, going beat for beat. But, but I'm luckily, it was one where any...
2: it, it didn't feel like it, it needed it that much. Like I could tell no. while I was watching it, but like we could probably wing this one.
1: Yeah, no, I think so. And I don't think there's anything too much more to go into too if much. If there is, I apologise
2: if we've forgotten big, important moments. Yeah, if there's bits.
1: any big moments that we've forgotten, but I don't think there particularly is. Do you?
2: No, no. Um, covered Cyborg and stuff. and mm-hmm.
1: No, not uh, really. Uh,
2: I think we summed up surprisingly quite a lot in a
1: short space of time. There, yeah. No, I th- look at us being efficient. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, so uh, yeah. No, I think that we've pretty much covered uh, this episode. So that that was our general views on what was happening. <laughs> uh, one other thing, I tell you what, I was uh, going to uh, discuss before. Um, doing the uh review but i totally uh forgot until mm. just now is if anyone because it only really uh, came up when i was discussing it with juden like it like i clarified for him what it was so it might be worth just discussing briefly is i really want to play the new star trek resurgence uh video game yeah
2: i was going to bring this up i was going to say um I only watched the trailer after you told me about it because it somehow, mm-hmm. you know, passed me by. I didn't didn't really hear much about it. I think I saw like a Facebook post of someone mm-hmm. saying, "Oh, I'm really looking forward to this," and I just presumed it was like the Star Trek online. Did you want to just mm-hmm. watch the trailer together now? I think it's only about two minutes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Why not? Um, it won't take as
2: long to set up.
1: Let me uh, get this up on YouTube um, because the thing is. As far as Star Trek games, it's it's uh, overall the reviews aren't bad. It's it's getting like roughly about seven out of tens, yeah, around the board. But Star Trek fans seem to be giving it like a good five out of five. Okay, on there. So uh, let me just get the uh, trailer. Um, up. So
2: official trailer by IGN is. Uh... One minute and forty-seven long. I've got on my screen.
1: Trailer. Okay, we'll go. With, okay, we'll go with the uh, what the exclusive. Oh, you want the official reveal or the exclusive launch trailer?
2: Um, uh, what's it calling itself? Sorry, it's not saying it on the screen at the moment. I think it's wanting to do that.
1: How many minutes did you say? One forty-seven.
2: Yes, and okay. I, I've paused okay. it on three seconds, but I think I can, can go back to the first. Yes, yeah, so I'm on the. I'm on one second, so it's on teen, violence, blood, use of alcohol on my screen. One okay, second there. Yeah.
1: No, I've got that. I've got that.
2: So a so, three, two, one, go, do you want to do?
1: Yeah, go for it. You can have some volume on if you want, mate.
2: Yeah, I've got a little bit. Okay, cool. So, okay, three, two, one, go. So this is two weeks ago, this trailer. Starfleet has tasked us with a mission of the highest priority. Formulate... Hopefully you guys can hear this at home if you're not watching it yourself. Sounded a little bit McCoy-ish, that guy at the beginning.
1: He did a little our bit. Might we'll about
0: our I think off
2: towards... yeah, it doesn't look too bad, does it? The the, the graphics yeah. of the ships and the people themselves.
1: No, graphics-wise, I think it stands up. You said it was Telltale yeah.
2: style. Is it Telltale, or is it someone else? Oh, no, they no, went under, didn't they? No, it's
1: not Telltale. It, uh, no, I think they've come back. Like another company bought them and brought them oh, back. Oh, okay. But basically... so All sorts going on this, here. The graphics are great. This is based after <laughs> We've got Riker, Nemesis. Riker
2: in it. After Nemesis. Yeah. Oh, and Spock. Is that a uh, leather theme boy impersonator, I guess?
1: Well, is well it, it might even he... be AI. You can have deep fakes of people's voices so easily. I suppose you're right. Yeah. And... Your so, yeah, no, it's a Telltale-style game. So you've got battle you moments are, as well, but it
2: looks like but you're actually performing there. It's not just the... Story stuff. But yeah, loads going on.
1: Yeah, and that came out Meeting recently. Captain
2: Solano is another IGN one. Not going to yeah. watch them right now, but I will. Mm-hmm. I and can't tra- deny that's a very cool trailer.
1: And the majority of Star Trek games that we've had over the years have been ship battles. Mm-hmm. And we've yeah. had like, a few like third person type games like with the 09 movie Mm -hmm. but this is just a totally different style that we haven't had yet from star trek games that sort of like story uh like story driven choose your adventure like sort of game and it's really caught my attention
2: yes yes that is very cool um and
1: it's available on every platform uh, pretty much all, the mo- uh, all the Not the ones. Switch. Not yeah. the Switch, unfortunately. So uh, I'm sure it might it's on change at some PC point as well. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Fingers crossed it will do. Sometimes but that happens, it's...
2: but it takes a little longer to go to that than the than the other ones. The big boys.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's um... actually I think that is the Epic Games Store. Yeah, Epic Games Store. So it's on PC ps uh, ps4 ps5 and xbox and xbox series x yeah as well so yeah it's definitely one i think if i remember rightly i'm tempted to it's look at some about reviews. 30 quid
2: um okay then. i, I'll, I, I I'll went on ps5 store and i uh yeah it was 30 something i don't know if it was like 35 but uh Mm -hmm. I was only looking at it briefly, like right after we'd have the conversation about it the other day. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Here's a couple of reviews for you. Okay. From Star Trek fans that have just been left on uh, Google. Um, So, if you love Star Trek, you will love this game. It is the most interactive Star Trek game to date. You make choices and have to live with them and how they affect others. You have third-person action as well and get to do everything there is in the Star Trek universe. The story is amazing with plot twists, drama, and action. The graphics and controls are top-notch, and there are no frustrating deaths due to control issues. After After beating it, I look forward to another playthrough to see what different choices will bring me. Such an amazing experience. Hopefully the company will bring out a sequel with the same crew and have many other Star Trek games uh, of this type to come. I cannot say enough how great this game is. That sounds great. Could... Uh, sorry. Yeah, it just said, if I could give it more stars, I would.
2: That That's a great review right there. Oh, I, yeah. I hope they're being honest, but it sounds like they are. It sounds like a genuinely happy review, a pleased customer.
1: Okay, i tell you what. Here is one who only gave it four out of five. Okay. The, that the might, story might is be fan-
2: better, yeah.
1: Yeah, the story is fantastic, and the graphics are stunning. There have been a couple of points that made me uh, audibly sigh, points where certain characters are out of focus, some lower-resolution images on the Starbases corridor, L-car screens, mm-hmm. and sometimes the subtitles don't quite match what is actually said. Almost mm-hmm. as Trying if the voice actors... Deviated slightly from the scripts, but the original text was used for the subtitles. Yeah, these are points, however, have not made me think negatively about the game. I'm really enjoying this. Thank you, Dramatic Labs. Oh, cool.
2: No, I so, like
1: I like that. Yeah, and his points, half of them were just nitpicky sort of points. Yeah,
2: but he's he's saying that it doesn't bother him.
1: No, exactly. And I'll read we'll one more review. Them. Yeah, sure. And that says, this was five out of five, and it says, the story is so gripping and exciting. This is Golden Age TNG Trek done in the oh, Telltale nice. game style. The characters are engaging, and the game style really builds your interest and feelings for them. The graphics aren't the most cutting edge and, are uh, again, a more modern version of the old Telltale games uh, painterly style but they still look great and there are some absolutely huge, beautiful areas in the game. The action scenes and the pacing is fantastic. Really enjoyed this game.
2: Very cool. I think those guys have all sold me on that now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, can and I just I'm
2: recommend something to gamers while I'm on here? I just discovered something the other day. I'm sure there'll be people listening, that like, yeah, I heard of that seven years ago, Jude. Um, I don't know how I stumbled onto it. Oh, actually, I do. I Mm -hmm. I was reading, like, a preview of a game on an internet page called Digital Spy, and then they were telling you, like, where the best places are to get this game and how to save money and stuff. And Mm -hmm. there was links to a page called CD Keys. Have you heard of that?
1: I have. Funnily enough, I've used them a couple of times.
2: Yeah, uh, because what it is is... um, if you're a PS five, PS four or Xbox user, they basically buy up thousands upon thousands of um, the the gift cards mm-hmm. when they're in a sale. So and they, then sell them on. They sell them on where you're you're saving money as the customer, but they're still earning a tiny bit enough to you know, to warrant them going out and buying these. So I think mm-hmm. I bought like a forty pound no, sorry. I bought two £35 vouchers. I got £70 worth of vouchers for around mm-hmm. 60 quid. Nice. So like, Very I, nice. I just recently bought a game that I've been waiting for for years, literally. I, I pre-ordered, mm-hmm. bought it sort of thing. And I yeah. just thought, yeah, if I can save a tenner, I'm doing that. And I, I was really scared, thinking like, oh, this... It's got to be dodgy, but every review I read of it was like, "No, these guys are legit," and explained mm. how they do it. And I was like, "Awesome, I'm going to do that every time now." So I'll do that with this as well. If it's thirty-five yeah. quid, I'll I'll get a thirty-five pound voucher for for thirty. I'll have that.
1: Why not? So yeah, C D keys.
2: House. I definitely recommend.
1: Yeah. No. Oh, no. Cool. Yeah. No, that's good to know. That's good to know. And I just checked on the price. Uh, it's. £33 on uh, £33.50 on Xbox, so I assume it's going to be probably the same, same on yeah. PlayStation, yeah. Very good. So, and I think that might be one, that might be like fun to both play it and discuss it, and then also be because, good, yeah, but also having an idea of, because it's like that Telltale style of game, it'll be also interesting to know like what paths we both went down and where we like, yeah. diverged and, and like stuff.
2: one of those reviewers said like it's one of those games where i probably would want to start again and go because i always do that with those sort of ga- i i'm always the good guy first i don't know why mm-hmm. i always do good guy first because like, i guess that's what i would do in real life
1: yeah exactly
2: especially in the world of star trek but then once you've done that you're just like oh wonder what it's like if i'm rude to everybody and kill everyone <laughs> Be yep. as bad as I can. And, and it is interesting to take those two different paths. So if it's that extreme, yeah, it'll be interesting.
1: Yeah, it w- it, it'll be uh, fun to see. And also, it, I hope that the um, choices that you make do have a real change on what happens, because I like that when like there is actual consequences for the decisions that well, you make.
2: Yeah, you, you were saying Telltale. I definitely played the, the Walking Dead ones, and they definitely did.
1: Oh, they definitely, definitely did. And
2: I loved that that's about it. them.
1: Yeah, because it, I uh, I played through all of the Walking Dead Telltale games and mm-hmm. absolutely loved them, because
2: I think they brought the rest- out like the final chapters, and that's the only one that I didn't do, so
1: Oh, have you not done it yet? No, so I, oh, you I need, need to, to finish the story, mate. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, you need to. It's it's so good. It's so good. And the but thing I'm is, definitely well, more
2: tempted to do this right now. With, with
1: with the final chapter on uh, that one, because um, sometimes with some platforms, like you couldn't take your save across with yeah. you as well. Um, like if you end up playing it on a different platform or whatever, at the beginning it, it asks does you. A clever thing what did you do? Asking you, like, yeah, yeah, what you, certain beats that you had done on the previous games.
2: It's good that they do that.
1: Yeah, so then it it doesn't muck you up if you've played through all the rest on, say, Xbox, and then you want to play it on PC. Yeah, I think I PS4 did that on something
2: or, at some point. I was just like, I can't remember what I did in that scene. Certain yeah. decisions you can remember because they stick with you. You're like, "Oh no, why did I do that? That guy died because of me." You know,
1: yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. So it'll be, uh, it'll be fun to see if it's just as uh, big a deal with the decisions you make. In well, Star Trek. I mean, it's
2: Star Trek. Like, you know, walking around in Alabama or wherever it is with zombies is one thing, but being in space with, you know, starships and Space stations yep. and whatnot, and explosion, all sorts can go wrong. Planets, for you know, goodness That's knows how, how
1: quick, how quickly do you shut that uh, safety door uh, yeah. before the uh, hole breaches? Yeah, what? do you save your mate or not? Yeah, no, it lends itself perfectly to so that sort it of thing. It does,
2: yeah, yeah. I really look forward to that now, actually. And we yeah, know we've got no, Riker and Spock, so you don't know what other surprises might be in there.
1: And once again, it's like we've said with like animated shows. Um, you, it, when it's computer games or animation, you can bring anyone back.
2: Yes, yeah, which is nice, very nice,
1: mm-hmm. very very nice. So no, I'm uh, I'm really looking forward to um, playing through that. Mm.
2: Yeah, well done that uh, that team that's put that together. Mm-hmm. Whatever you said, it was science labs or something.
1: Something like that. Yeah, something like that. So yeah, we'll give them more I'll credit give,
2: once we've played it. <laughs>
1: yeah, give give that a, give that a uh, a Google, everyone, and yeah. have a look. Because even just watching the trailer, I think, gets you excited. To play yeah, that it.
2: that was good.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, but uh, just uh, touching on one last thing, just for like a few seconds before we go, mm-hmm. uh, did you see the trailer for season two of Strange New Worlds with the crossover of uh, Boimler and Mariner coming aboard? I think
2: I might have seen a picture of them, mm. uh, which, you know, I knew what the actor looks like who plays boimler or however you pronounce that
1: because we both love the boys yeah exactly
2: but i hadn't seen the, the girl before but i saw a picture and i was like oh, that looks cool and you told me about it which i was so shocked when you first told me but no i don't want to i don't want to see the clip i'd yeah. rather just avoid it i i know it exists but i'll watch it when we i watch seen it. it yeah that's fair enough i'm getting but more, we might more not like be that. that far away
1: yeah we might not yeah yeah, you might not have to uh, have to, uh, long to wait. So uh, before we go, I just want to say a big thank you uh, to our patrons, Sven, Neil, Mike, Scarlett and Darren. Uh, we really do appreciate your support, guys, uh, for helping keeping the lights on over at uk. And me and Jude are going to finish uh, our Patreon podcast at some point very, very soon. I was we are just going still... to mention that. Technology
2: not- screwed up on us. We were in the middle of generations. Actually, not even in the middle. More like four-fifths of the way through. And it, uh, everything screwed up.
1: It, what it was, was Virgin Media uh, had an outage for about like 30-odd hours around my way. Oh, At right. That, that point, was the
2: number one cause of what was happening.
1: That was what happened. Yeah. it was. It was like going up and down, up and down, up and down, and then just phew, gone. But you got that. You so, saved
2: that recording up until that point, didn't you? Uh,
1: yeah. It should be record. It should be saved. So we just on my need to go from somewhere. that point,
2: which I yeah. think we can find that.
1: Yeah, so we'll figure that out. But um, yeah. So I do apologise for that. Might not mess getting up out. And the watch then, along a
2: bit for whoever's wanting to do that. But
1: uh, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And uh, so, and also that happened before Jude's injury, before my own. Yes, it did so all this stuff. Yeah. That was planned to come out uh, quite a long time ago. So we do apologize for that. But now Jude and I are back on the horse. We'll get on to finishing up uh, Star Trek Generations uh, for you. So uh, that will happen uh, very, very soon. Uh, So if if you want to be one of our lovely patrons and have uh, your name mentioned at the end of the podcast, you can head on over to patreon.com forward slash TrekMate. And we will be doing four exclusive podcasts per year for those people. We're still technically in the right time period because yeah. we're, we're not we're not out of uh, June yet. So mm-hmm. <laughs> so we're, we're still technically we'll get not there. late. It's
2: a lot more achievable than previously.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's easy to catch up on. So we do apologize for that. Uh, And if you want to get in touch, you know, all of our normal social medias, uh, just at trackmate1701 and forward slash trackmate1701. on Anything will get you to where we are. So um, thank you very much for listening, guys. It's been nice to get back. uh, It has.
2: I've been been looking forward to this for a while. It definitely feels weird for us. I don't know if it does for any of you listeners out there, but it's weird when there's too long a period between these
1: uh, pods. And this time it has been a very long one. So, yeah, actually. Yeah, uh, yeah, so it's uh, we do apologise. And you're right, it does feel weird when we're not uh, podding. So it's nice to be back. And I th- I'm going to be tempted to try and get uh, Star Trek Re- Resurgence sooner rather than later to uh, play through and discuss at some point. Yeah.
2: Um, have you checked your uh, Xbox, um, whatever it is, live thing where you get some of the free games? It's not on there, is it?
1: It's not on there. It's not on uh-huh. Game Pass. Game Pass. It's, like it's, it. it's not on Game Pass. Uh, it's not on Game Pass, but I do have some rewards points that I can redeem towards some Xbox vouchers. Yeah, and I'll I'll do so... the thing
2: I said. I'll get paid on uh, Wednesday, so um, I'll do that thing again. I'll do the CD key- keys thing and get a bit of money mm-hmm. off
1: yeah no i think and 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 then i think i'll wait until uh you pick it up to then like start playing at a similar sort of time yeah that'd be nice yeah i think so definitely so thank you very much for listening guys i've been wayne emery i've been jude hawkins and that's trackmate. mate
0: I can still remember how A refit of the Enterprise computer style The crew they had to leave, yes all Walk across the space dock hall And hang out on the Starbase for a while We left the ship to pasty twins Dressed in velour with tiny chins Wesley tried to talk to them. Were they women? Were they men? They told us they were binaries, worked in pairs and weren't real hairy. But something didn't feel right inside the day they stole the Enterprise. So my, oh my, binary guys Had to hide, stole a ride, or they could all die Full Picard and Riker in a holodeck high Saying let's go to warp speed and let's fly Yeah, let's go to warp speed and let's fly You remember the look on the face When the Enterprise shot into space Data Freak, Geordi, looked concerned And also that guy looked like the captain Was completely baffled by what just happened They plotted the course to the binary homeworld Back on the ship, things were set visited the holodeck, met a girl that made him dance, the holodeck in hands, he was number one, but all along, till he met this girl and played his trombone, to jazz music with a disco ball, the day they stole. Let's fly, let's go to warp speed, and let's fly. Turns out their computer's broke, and they are a peculiar folk. Instead of asking, they simply take. With their planet dying, nothing live. They use the ship as a big hard drive to reboot the planet make it alive and while the guys they hedge their bet Riker dance with Minuet Fred speaking with the cards distracting them's not hard and while speeding at horse speed night making up for borrowed time a justified evening crime the day To hide, stole a ride, or they could all die the Picard and Riker in a holiday night Saying let's go to warp speed and let's fly Go to warp speed and let's fly Picard and Riker recognized the ruse And questioned Min then for some news She just smiled and told him what she knew They went on the bridge real fast found the binaries crashed they realized they had to work as a team and on the planet they sprang to life the deadened computers turned on their lights computer language was spoken they fixed all that had broken Riker searched just as he feared His perfect lady Disappeared I think it's why He grew a beard The day They stole the ship They were singing My oh my Bionary guys
1: Had to hide
0: Stole a ride Or they could all die like and right. reicher in, in a holiday hide. let's go to warp speed and let's fly let's go to warp speed and let's fly my oh my binary guys had a hide stole right ride oh they could all die Picard and Ragnar right in the holodeck. Let's go to warp speed and let's fly. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard, and I approve this message. Tweet us at TrekMate seventeen o one. Make it so.